Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck. To hear the good news through grunts and with grunts, in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 123 To you I lift up my eyes, to you who are enthroned in the heavens. As the eyes of the servants look to the hand of their master, as the eyes of a maid to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God, until she has mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, O Lord, have mercy upon us. For we have had more than enough of contempt. Our soul has had its fill of the scorn of those who are at ease, of the contempt of the proud. Job chapter 25 and 26. Then Bildad the Shuhite answered, Dominion and and fear are with God. He makes peace in his high heaven. Is there any number to his armies? Upon whom does his light not arise? How then can a mortal be righteous before God? How can one born of a woman be pure? Even if the moon is not bright and the stars are not pure in his sight, how much less a mortal who is a maggot and a human being who is a worm? Then Job answered, How you have helped one who has no power. How you have assisted the arm that has no strength. How you have counseled one who has no wisdom and given much good advice. With whose help have you uttered words, and whose spirit has come forth from you? The shades blow, tremble, the waters and their inhabitants. Sheol is naked before God, and Abaddon has no covering. He stretches out Zaphon over the void and hangs the earth upon nothing. He binds up the waters in his thick clouds, and the cloud is not torn open by them. He covers the face of the full moon and spreads over it his cloud. He has described a circle on the face of the waters, at the boundary between light and darkness. The pillars of heaven tremble and are astounded at his rebuke. By his power he he stilled the sea. By his understanding he struck down Rahab. By his wind the heavens were made fair. His hand pierced the fleeing serpent. These are indeed but the outskirts of his ways, and how small a whisper do we hear of him. By the thunder of his power, who can understand? The Gospel of John, chapter 5, verses 19 through 29. Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, the Son can do nothing on his own, but only what he sees the Father doing. For whatever the Father does, the Son does likewise. The Father loves the Son and shows him all that he himself is doing and he will show him greater works than these, so that you will be astonished. Indeed, just as the Father raises the dead and gives them life, so also the Son gives life to whomever he wishes. The Father judges no one, but has given judgment to the Son, so that all may honor the Son just as they honor the Father. Anyone who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Very truly I tell you, anyone who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and does not come under judgment, 
but it has passed from death to life. Very truly I tell you, the hour is coming, and is now here, when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. For just as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son also to have life within himself. And he has given him authority to to execute judgment, because he is the Son of Man. Do not be astonished at this, for the hour is coming when all who are in their graves will hear his voice, and will come out, those who have done good to the resurrection of life, and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. Good morning and welcome to the second day of Martin Tide, November 13th. Um, this is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from the Appalachian Abbey in Knoxville, Maryland. Um, <clears throat> I um, I didn't mention yesterday, but appar- uh, apparently uh, I have bronchitis and that's why I've, my throat has been, my voice has been so bad for so long. Um, I got to spend Veterans Day evening um, not getting a free meal from Golden Corral, but going to the ER at the Martinsburg VA to get uh, get checked up, and now I got me a bunch of pills. That's why I sound like shit. Um, this morning, let's jump right into it. We have uh, some readings for the 23rd, I think, 23rd or 24th Wednesday after Pentecost. Um from uh, Job and the Gospel of John, which do tie into the reading and the image that I've selected today. The reading is from uh, Reverend Alvin Butler. Uh, His book, The Lives of the Fathers, Martyrs, and Other Principal Saints, was originally published in Dublin in 1866. It was very popular. It was also just before Martin's cult uh, was reinvigorated in the West. Uh, I mean, it was never very strong in the East, but... um, in the several decades after Butler's Lives of the Fathers, Martyrs, and Other Principal Saints, which was then later shortened to the Lives of the Saints. Um, Butler, by the way, is a major Catholic um, uh, biographer slash hagiographer. He doesn't do original material. He just compiled and collected um, a bunch of the Lives of the Saints, and, and people often will cite, when they think they're talking about a dictionary of the saints, talking about what Butler started. Um, anyway, um, this was several decades before um, some writings were discovered that reflected on Martin's life through Priscillian, who was executed for heresy, that Martin was involved in uh, objecting to, to the emperor. Um, and then later in the um, 1880s, maybe even earlier, um, the relics of St. Martin were found in Tours, and I'll probably talk about that in a later episode. But Reverend Butler, from his Lives of the Saints, um, November 11th, he has Martin, and part of his passage reads thusly, quote, The virtue of St. Martin, which is the miracle of the world, was founded in the most profound humility, perfect meekness, and self-denial, by which he was dead to himself. In his continual meditation on religious truths, in his love of heavenly things, and contempt of the world, to which his heart was crucified, Lastly, in the constant union of his soul to God, by the exercise of holy prayer, and by the entire resignation of himself to the divine will in all things without reserve. This is um, how 
Butler describes this man of uh, profound significance throughout Europe um, in the first several centuries following his death, but he also throughout, um, even until, you know, even when his uh, cult was, you know, kind of re-energized, um, Martin has always been around. Um, and that's precisely how Martin wouldn't have wanted it. Martin would have preferred to recede into the background um, uh, before they could bury him, uh, before the people of Khan could bury him, where he died in a small fishing village several miles from Tour, his um, Episcopal see. Um, they took him up to Tour, and um, I suspect that had he had his brothers, he would have been buried in an unmarked grave in Khan. Um, and the reading from the Gospel of John makes me um, think of this, not just the distinction between, or the, you know, the subordination of, or the conjoinment, I'm sorry, of uh, the Father and the Son, um, and uh, this emphasis on um, the, the unity of the Trinity, um, the, the psalm uh, that is all about um, the author lifting up their eyes to the heavens, um, and speaking of how huge and just indescribable God is, and moving on to Job's response to Bildad, you know, um, with whose help have you uttered words and whose spirit has come forth from you? Um, God covers his face with a full moon and spreads it spreads over it as cloud. I mean, all this stuff about how big and important and glorious God is. Um, and how meek and, I mean, Bildad called humanity maggots and worms, but that was self-deprecating. Um, I don't think he really believes they're bad, but in comparison to God, um, we are just such nothing. And so this, the image I've chosen for today, um, I do have the name for it, and I couldn't find it, um, but I first found it, and this is where the image comes from, um, it's a frontispiece, which is uh, an image that uh, precedes a table of contents in usually rare antiquarian books. Um, this frontispiece um, uh, has Martin um, on the right uh, uh, below Jesus, who is God, um, and in front of him are two um, kneeling figures. Um, and the figures that are kneeling um, are are thought to be um, pagans um, whose temple or um, statue you can be you can see being destroyed in the background. It says um, "Holy Martin, Sanctus Martinus." I don't I don't know if it made the cut in the in the podcast image. Uh, Sanctus Martinus, Bellator Domini. Um, Holy Martin, um, warrior of the Lord. Um, and you'll see that Martin isn't carrying any uh, weapons. The only weapon we see is an axe in the, um, the belt of one of the, the pagans before us. Um, and that may signify this episode in Martin's life when uh, to prove to uh, this um, tribe out in the middle of nowhere in the countryside of France um, he um, tied himself to a tree or he tied himself down somehow and he said, cut down this tree and if it falls on me, 
you'll know that your God is in charge. If it doesn't, you'll know that my God is in charge. And of course, they try to cut it down in such a way so that it certainly will fall on Martin. It doesn't, and then the whole village is converted. And so that may be where the axe is coming from in this um, depiction of Martin's life. Um, and then again, in the background, you can see um, that as an exorcist, an itinerant exorcist, um, which is a role that um, was not ordained in the ancient church. It was just someone that was like a catechist or, uh, you know, like an adult formation leader. They just got people ready for baptism. You can see in the background, um, again, why I think the axe is important and why I think it's related to the, the miracle of the pine tree is he has clearly succeeded in converting the pagans and he's tearing down their shrine to whichever god that is. Um, and uh, Martin is looking up to Jesus and Jesus is looking down at these two kneeling figures. Um, behind the man with the axe is probably um, another catechist, um, or, I'm sorry, catechumen preparing for baptism, looking up to Martin as Martin directs their attention to, to Christ above. Um, and I've chosen this image because of the re, the Psalm and John and, um, and Job's emphasis on God and the everythingness of God and the seeming nothingness of humanity. Of course, that's not true. Um, humanity is, uh, I think the most glorious of God's creation. Um, not the oldest, the animals and the trees and the, the land and the water came first. But we are the youngest of God's creation, and yet we are the favored um, creatures among all. Um, and uh, so I think this image, it's, it's difficult to find Martinalia with God present because his life was so um, appealing and, you know, just exciting and interesting that the, um, the you know, the Johannine, the, the emphasis on the spiritual doesn't always... Uh, get expressed in Martinalia, um, in the visual uh, stuff. Um, so I hope you enjoy that, um, and maybe someday in the future, or or while I'm still looking around, I'll figure out where the heck I saw that and give it the proper attribution. Um, but uh, uh, some quick housekeeping stuff. I, um, I, the Martin Tide episodes will be broadcast on Saturdays um, uh, during fasts. Um, Sundays are um, breaks from fasts, uh, and so we'll be going through Saturdays, which is not normal for First Formation, but as uh, Martin is my patron saint and the patron saint of the Hospitallers of St. Martin, um, I thought it important um, in lieu of Advent and in lieu of the weeks before Advent, that um, the these episodes for Martin Tide come more from a space of the Hospitaller's um, vocation and calling and ministry, which is um, to serve anyone uh, who has been changed by war, um, and to um, make manif- uh, to practice prayer, reconciliation, and hospitality. Um, as um, a monastic community in the Episcopal tradition. Um, So I hope you'll consider learning more about the Hospitallers of St. Martin. You can Google us or find us at Hospitallers Hospitallers St. Martin, H-O-S-P-S-T-M-A-R-T-I-N is our handle on Facebook and Twitter. 
Um, and you can find us at H-O-S-P-S-T-M-A-R-T-I-N dot O-R-G. Stay tuned for more episodes. I appreciate you listening in, and I hope you learn more about uh, our monastic community and monastic communities and vocations more generally. The Prayer of a Monastic, number two, from the Book of Common Prayer. O God, by whose grace your servants, kindled with the flame of your love, became a burning and a shining light in your church. Grant that we also may be aflame with the spirit of love and discipline, and walk before you as children of light. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Thank you for falling in to First Formation, where PPUHQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation slash support. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month and you can cancel at any time if I piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a weekday lectionary reading yourself and sending it to me to be included in an episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts will be provided to you directly, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in first formation in this or any way. Finally, and most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a recording app of your choice. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously, if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in morning prayers for pew-pew people. I hope you'll continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia. <laughs>